Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the precious gift it is to have your word. And we thank you that it instructs us as to how we are to live, how we are to serve you as your people, and how we are to help build your church. Lord, we thank you for the time that we can take this morning as we celebrate what you have done here for over a hundred years in Dremoyne. And Lord, we pray that your word may be applied to us as we celebrate this wonderful occasion and that we may give glory and honour to you as we look at what your word says. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, do you ever work hard at something and find that your hard work has all been in vain? I remember when my son Joshua, who is now four years old, but he was, uh, when he was a lot younger, I first sat down and thought with his Duplo bricks, which he, loved, uh, he loves dearly, I thought, I'm going to make something pretty incredible. I'm going to make the tallest tower that I can possibly make and uh, that will actually stay standing with him. So I get him to pass me the bricks and I build, 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 build up this tower and it goes higher and higher until we've run out of bricks and it is still standing. And we did it on his train table so it was quite tall and we built this this magnificent tower and I sat back and said to him look Joshua all done isn't this wonderful I'd worked very hard making sure it was structurally sound and within two seconds there was this big push and it all came tumbling down it was all in vain all that work that I'd done in building that tower uh, with him and I thought we were working together we had a common purpose and it was all in vain That lesson, that hard work can be vanity at times, is actually taught to us from God's word. We don't just need experience to learn that. God also teaches us that in his word, and particularly in Psalm 127. Psalm 127. If you've got a black church Bible there, I encourage you to have it open to page 614. 614 of the black church Bibles. Open it up to Psalm 127, and there we learn... What is my first main point this morning? In the church bulletin there, you can see my main points. My first main point this morning is that hard work is vanity without God. Hard work is vanity without God. And we see that in verse 1 of Psalm 127. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labour in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city... The watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Psalm 127 acknowledges that humans work very hard. And in particular jobs, we can work extremely hard. And there's actually three jobs that are given here in Psalm 127 in verses 1 and 2. What is the first job that is mentioned? Well, that is of building a house. Verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labour in vain. It says there that they labour, builders. When you build a house, you labour. It's hard work. I haven't ever built a house, uh, but that probably indicates how hard a job I actually think it is to build a house, that I've never actually done it. It is hard work, I am sure, to construct a house. And also, watching over a city is hard work as well. What's the other job there? In verse uh, 1, it says, Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. It is hard work watching over a city. Staying up over the night when you want to sleep, being there ready with weapons, ready to alert people. If the enemy approaches, 
that's hard work. No one likes going without sleep and staying up all night. We prefer to work during the day, wouldn't we, where it's nice and bright and sunny. You don't want to stay up all night watching over a city. And so it is hard work to do that. What's the other job that's mentioned there in Psalm 127? Well, it's a job of farming. And we see that in verse 2. It says, In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Got to remember that this psalm was written to people who primarily got their food through agriculture, through farming. And it is hard work being a farmer. I've known a few farmers. I've never actually done farming myself. I've tried to grow some vegetables, but it didn't really work. Uh, it is hard work. And I've known a few farmers, and they seem, they get up, uh, I've known a dairy farmer quite closely, and he gets up very early in the morning, and there's no real sick days you can take. The cows need to be milked. He has to get up. He has to be involved. And, and then he's working through the days after he's milked the cows. He's got to attend to all kinds of things. He's got to make sure that the, the fields are watered enough so that the, the grass grows and so that the cows have something to eat. And then he's got all the machinery that he's got to look after. It's hard work being a farmer. And so the Bible acknowledges that we work very hard as humans. We work very hard at building houses. We work very hard at watching and guarding the property that we have, and we work very hard at seeking after food, whether it be through farming or some other means. But the Bible also tells us that but without God, hard work is useless. Just because you work very hard doesn't mean that you will be successful in what you are trying to achieve. And we see that said to us again and again in Psalm 127. Read with me from verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labour in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. We can work very hard. But if God does not bless our work, if he does not build with us, if he does not watch over with us, if he does not sow with us, then it's all vanity. It's all useless. That's another way that we can translate that Hebrew word as uselessness. It's, it's, it's all vanity. If God is not there working alongside of us as we work very hard. Because let's face it, you can work very hard at building a house, but someone can come and knock it down. You can work very hard at watching over a city and be ready there and alert people when you see the enemy coming, but does that mean that they won't actually penetrate the city and come in and take over and destroy people? And you can work very hard as a farmer. You can get up early in the morning, stay up late at night, as it says here in Psalm 127, but does that mean you'll be a successful farmer and have food to eat next year? Unless God blesses your hard work, it is all in vain. Someone or something can come and destroy all that work that you do, just like my son did with the Duplo blocks when I worked very hard. It was all just knocked down and it was all vanity. It was all worthless. It was all useless. So we see here wisdom from God. And it's not restricted to farming, building houses, to watching over cities. It's all of life. All the hard work that we do can be complete vanity if God is not working with us. And that includes the work that we do 
at a church. And that brings me to my second main point this morning. Hard work at church is vanity without God. I think these three illustrations given in Psalm 127 of people working hard and then it being in vain can easily be taken over to church work. After all, how is the church, God's church, Christ's church in the New Testament described? We see it described as a house quite repeatedly. Just one example is Matthew 7.24. Matthew 7.24, Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The church is like a house. And also the church is like a city. We see it described as a city in the Bible as well. Just Revelation 21 verse 2 says, John says, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. It's speaking about the church coming down as a city. And then we see also in the New Testament that the church is described as a farm. Farming illustration is used quite a lot to describe the work that Christians do in building God's church. Just one example would be in Mark chapter 4 where we see the parable of the sower. Or John chapter 15 with the, Jesus saying, I am the true vine and you are the branches. These three ways of working hard can easily be taken to, uh, to the idea of church work. A house, a city, a farm. And we can also learn from Psalm 127 that we can work very hard at doing church work and it can be all vanity if God is not building with us, if he's not sowing with us, if he is not watching over the people as well. We can waste our time putting on events, preaching, evangelising, delivering tracts, counselling one another, We can work very hard at doing that as Christians for God's church. But if God is not with us, if he is not blessing our labours, it is all in vain. Vanity, vanity, vanity. Useless, worthless work in the end. So how is this helpful for us to remember? How is it helpful for us to look at this psalm today as we celebrate 100 years of Des Moines Baptist Church being here? Well, that brings me to my third main point this morning. God has built Dremoyne Baptist. God has built Dremoyne Baptist. As we reflect today on 100 years here at Dremoyne, we are acknowledging the hard work of people here at Dremoyne. We acknowledge that humans have laboured here building what is like a house, even this building that we're in now. It's made of the same stuff that houses are built with. And it is... Humans that have worked very hard labouring to make sure that this structure is here that we're sitting in now doesn't collapse on us. They've worked hard so that we'd have shelter from the elements right here and now. And humans have watched over each other here as well. We do that as a church. We look out for each other. We watch over each other. We make sure that we're not falling into sin. We make sure that when we're down and depressed that we are built up as we share from God's word with each other, we watch over as the enemy tries to break up Dremoyne Baptist. Satan does not want us gathering here. As he tries to do that, we watch over each other as well. And we have toiled here. The members of Dremoyne Baptist have toiled here, sowing the seed of God's word again and again, watering it here at Dremoyne. 
But the fact that it has lasted for a hundred years, Dremoyne Baptist, is it due to the industry of humans? Or who gets the glory instead? It is God. Yes, humans have worked very hard here at Dremoyne Baptist. They have built, they have laboured, they have watched, they have toiled. But the only reason Dremoyne Baptist is still in existence after a hundred years is because God has built here as well. God has toiled here as well. He has watched over the people here. God has sowed his seed here. It is all because of God. He gets the glory. If it was up to humans alone, it would all be in vain. It would all be worthless. It would all be useless. And we would, in all likelihood, not be here today. Dremoyne Baptist would no longer be here. The building and the people. It is only because of God's blessing that people are here. And we look at the church and we see that. Why are people actually part of God's church? Is it because of themselves or is it because of God? It is God who saves people out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. It is God who regenerates. We don't do that. It is God who converts people. And so the first members of Des Moines Baptist Church, who is responsible for drawing them together? It is God. It is God who changed them. It is God who led them to repentance and faith. And you have to remember that, particularly if you're not a Christian and you're here this morning. How do you become a Christian? It is by God reaching in and changing you, awakening you to your sinfulness and awakening you to you to the fact that Jesus Christ died for sinners like you. If you're not a Christian and you're here this morning, I don't know everybody who is here this morning. I'm sure that there are some people here who are not Christians. If you're not a Christian... You need to repent of your sins and believe that Jesus Christ died for you. You cannot save yourself from your sins. It has to be God and it has to be Jesus at the cross dying for your sins. What do you have to do? You have to trust that Jesus did it all. That's what Christianity is all about. It's not about what you do. It's about what he's done in Jesus Christ. He has done everything for you at the cross. All you need to do is trust that he died for your sins and your sins are covered. If you've never done that, please do it now. And if you want more information, please see me afterwards. There are many people who probably want to talk to me afterwards. But I'm most interested in talking to non-Christians who are here this morning and want to be saved. Please, please do not go home without seeing me afterwards if that's what you want to uh, find out more about. But we as Christians must recognise that that is God's work that has saved people here at Ramon Baptist, that it is God's work who has given the resources. Every brick that is here is a gift from God. It is all from God. And, every, and it is God who has sustained the members so that they still be here today. We have to remember that. Yes, humans have worked very hard at Ramon Baptist. I'm not minimising the labours that people have put in here at Ramon. People have gone without sleep. I'm one of them for Dremoyne Baptist Church. But it's all in vain if God has not been working with us. So today, I want to make sure that all the glory for Dremoyne Baptist Church being here for 100 years does not go to humans. It goes to God. 
He is the one who should be glorified on this day where we celebrate a hundred years at Dremoyne Baptist. All the glory goes to him. And that's why for the next part of the service, we're going to pray. I wanted a significant amount of time in this service to go to prayer because in prayer we'll be able to praise God, the one who is responsible for us being able to celebrate a hundred years today. We'll be able to praise him and we'll be able to beg him that he will continue to sustain the work that goes on. Yes, God has been blessing the work up to this day, but it's only by his mercy and his grace that he will continue to do so. The members of Dremoyne Baptist are sinners. The current members are sinners, and they do not deserve God's blessing in any shape or form in the years to come. If he is going to continue to bless the members of Dremoyne Baptist, it's got to be as we come to him and beg for his mercy and his grace to be showered upon us. And so that's why in the next part of the service, we're going to do just that. We're going to have four prayer sessions about aspects of Dremoyne Baptist. We're going to thank God for what he has done, give him the glory that he rightly deserves, and then pray for his blessing for the years to come so that it is not all in vain, the work that I do, the work that the current members do here at Dremoyne Baptist. So let us now come before God in prayer and then we're going to sing again and then we're going to spend some time praying. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words of this psalm that, that tell us what we know from our own experience. We can work so hard and then we can see it all shattered. And Lord, so we come before you this morning and recognise that the hard work that has been done here at Dromoyne Baptist has all been of you. Every time someone has worked hard here, it has been because you have motivated them to do so. And then you have blessed the labours of their hands. So, Lord, we do give you the glory this morning. And we pray for your further blessing on this time of special worship of you as we celebrate a hundred years of Dremoyne Baptist Church. And we pray this in your son's precious name. Amen.